Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's good, everybody? It is Monday, April 25th. This is your daily sports betting brand of record. We call it the early ads. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting, and it's not even close. Tip of the cap to Brock Newsom. My man is always first in the chat. He was there again today. I just felt like he deserved a little recognition for always being ready for the brand at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Now, before we look forward, as always, we must look back. The most transparent show in all of sports betting as well. And it guts me that Steve Kerr is so bad at calling out-of-bounds plays. My 175, I'm going to get that back for you all. But, man, it played out exactly as I thought it would. Tight game, had a chance to win it, and blew it. Prop Stars nailed his, as always. M Squared nails his. So alternate lines, we educate you all the time where they can come into play. Yesterday, a perfect example of that. All right. Now it's a Monday, and you know how I feel about Mondays. While others are taking them off, we get ready. And I bring in the absolute three biggest stars that I could find on a Monday morning. First and foremost... Live from Las Vegas, the side of the NFL draft this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Today at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, bottom of the hour NFL draft special. Zach Attack, is the city getting ready, sir? Oh, it's been ready. I know they were working on it a couple of weeks ago. I saw the live feed on Twitter. Uh, it's going to be great for the city. We missed out on so many events during the pandemic. Uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was supposed to be here, actually. So we missed out on that. Glad it made it back here. And um, let's start the week off right. It's a Monday. Glad to be on the show. You're damn right. And we are glad to have you. Now, live from Parts Unknown. You can call him Alex. I call him Prop Stars. He's on our team. He's not on yours. Alex, good morning, sir. What's good, Coach? Zach, Johnny B, good to see you guys. I'm excited. Monday sounds like fun day. We've got three awesome games tonight. It was a great weekend of basketball. Baseball, what more can you ask for? I'm super Alex, excited. I got to interrupt. Who is making a special appearance on the show today behind you? That's my Which best friend, Goose. Goose, that's Goose. Goose. Oh, I love when Goose makes an appearance on the show. What up, Goose? I just actually, true story, about four days, five days ago, Last time I was home, uh, I watched Top Gun with my kids for the first time. 13 and 11. They didn't even know what Top Gun was. What? Come on, Goose. Come on, Goose. Come now, on, Maverick. <laughs> he is the author of Bowman's Best Bets every day right here on the show. Johnny B. Good morning, sir. Morning, Coach. Yeah, we're coming off a massive week, so excited about that. No day baseball today, but that doesn't mean we won't have any plays, so we'll get into that later. That's exactly right. If you're a sports line member, there are plays every single day. So let's get right into it. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And I got to tell you, the NBA playoffs, Zach, I have loved them. We have really seen certain teams and certain players separate themselves and step up. But one guy who has not done that is who? 
Well, Trey Young, I, I'm, I'm not prop stars. I'm not really in the prop market all the time, but in the NBA playoffs, I've been dabbling a little bit. Everyone knows Trey Young struggles right now. He cannot get over the hump. Eight points in game one, 25 in game two, 24 in game three, and then yesterday, just nine points. And keep in mind, in game three, he scored nine points in the last three and a half minutes. That was with Kyle Lowry exiting the game in the fourth quarter with a hamstring injury. We saw Colts Spolstra be able to re-diagnose the game plan in game four, completely shut down Trey Young. There's three for 11 from the field. They were guarding him up and down the court. You got to expect that's going to continue. And from a prop standpoint, 27 and a half has been the number. It's been under, 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 under. What is it going to be in game five? It is not out yet, but I'm going to keep my eye on it. Um, cause I'm going to probably take the under again in game five, a potential closeout game. I felt like at, at some point he was just like, listen, I'm done. And I, I never accuse a player of quitting. I'll never go that far, but that was not a vintage Trey young effort, not just performance, but and, effort. And I wanted to ask Alex this actually, do you expect an adjustment 27 and a half? Why has that number not moved down? It has to move down right in game five. It has to move down. Yeah, I'd imagine it'd probably be somewhere between 25 and a half and 26 and a half. I think it's also worth noting that uh, Miami was the number one defense in the NBA this year against opposing point guards. So definitely a very difficult matchup, especially with uh, Atlanta having the amount of injuries they have and the amount of attention that Trey is commanding. But uh, yeah, definitely struggling. Yeah, they thought with Clint Capella coming back yesterday, that would be the difference. For the first 12 minutes, it was. And then everything started spreading out. By the way, Kyle Lowry, he's going to be a head coach in the NBA at some point. Did you guys watch him yesterday? Did you watch him coaching and telling people where to go? And don't tell me he didn't have an effect on that game just because he didn't play in it. I loved watching that. I find that fascinating. Now, Zach used a very important word, I thought. Trouble. Trouble. There's trouble in the city. Now, there's also trouble in the city of Phoenix because, Alex, the Suns, without Devin Booker, and they get their doors blown off last night. You're up. Yeah, big-time trouble in Phoenix. Uh, Pelicans tied the series two games apiece uh, last night after winning 118-103. to This game was not very competitive. Uh, Suns coach Monty Williams was a bit displeased, to say the least, with the free-throw disparity after the Pelicans shot 42 free throws to the Suns' 15. In the first half, I believe it was a 17 to 2 disparity. Uh, Phoenix point guard Chris Paul didn't go to the foul line a single time after going 14 times over the first three games. He went scoreless in the fourth quarter, where he had been dominant throughout this series, tied his career playoff low with just four points total. Obviously, we know the Suns are without Devin Booker for a second consecutive game as he works his way back from a hamstrings injury he suffered in game two. He's progressing in his recovery, but there is no official timetable still for his return without Booker, the Suns offense has completely cratered after going four of 26 on three-pointers in a game three victory on Friday. The Suns just went seven of 27 on Sunday. Booker's replacement in the starting lineup, Cam Johnson, is just six of 19 in the two games. Uh, The Suns need their MVP back badly. The last time a number eight seed knocked off a number one seed was back in 2012 when my 76ers beat the Chicago Bulls after Derrick Rose the prior season's MVP tore his ACL in his left knee in game one. This is eerily reminiscent of that. Obviously, Booker's injury is not as serious, but losing a superstar MVP candidate early in the series, we could see another scenario where an eight seed knocks off a number one seed. 
and you're using the word eerily. Oh, prop stars. Now, if there's one thing we do here at the show, what do I say all the time? We're inclusive. We want you. We want you to be a part of the community. Am I right? Do I say that all the time? Right? Right? Roger Diaz, a little shout out to him in the chat. He says, Coach, I love this show. First time live listeners. Well, everybody in the chat, what we, what do we do with a brand new live listener? Or we welcome them. Tell Roger how much we appreciate that he is here. Roger, tell your friends. Everybody is welcome here. Now, let's get into our board for the day. But before we do that, we have grown so big that we got to pay some bills. So how about a little break right here on the Early Edge? The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And we are back just like that. Look at all the checks that we're writing. Now, we've got a lot of plays today, so pay attention. Three big plays from Sportsline. By the way, how about three? There we go. Three big plays. If you're not a Sportsline member yet, there's not much more I can do for you. I lead you to the water. I can't make you drink. Ten bucks a month? Come on. And you get all my cappers. You get all my simulations. You get everything that I can offer to you. But you got to come and sign up. So today, three big plays once again. We're going to go with the Mavericks minus two and a half. They are 7-1 against the spread against Utah this season. Utah has played with zero passion, zero heart, zero effort. And tonight with Luka back, the Mavs finish it off. Then to the Nets. And this is where creativity comes into play. When you look at a number, you go, hey, I may not like that number. But the Nets do or die. Down 3 nothing. They have to come out fast. They have to come out with a lot of passion and a lot of oomph. And they will tonight. We're going to go first half Nets minus a half a point. They averaged 62 points a game in the first half in their last five games. In the third and final play, we're going to the pitch today. And I'm very nervous right now because, as always, if you guys notice who just dropped into the chat, to make sure I deliver his play accurately, our man Buckets. Buckets, 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 who, by the way, 1.30 p.m. Eastern this afternoon with the guru, his mentor, Martin W. Green. We have a very special Champions League-only episode of The Early Edge. Tune in live right here on this channel. But today, Juventus and Sassuolo, both teams to score. Sassuolo, and I guarantee you I'm saying that incorrectly, 58 goals in their last 33 matches. Juventus on the other side. They're playing for a top four spot in their league. What comes with that? A Champions League spot. That's high, high, high motivation. We'll go both teams to score today, 2.45 Eastern time. Buckets, did I deliver that all right for you? <clears throat> all right, now, let's get into my board for the day. Where do I start? Well, we're playing the Nets in the first half, but that does not necessarily mean that the Nets will be playing in game five. Back attack, you're up first. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Celtics here. I've had them the first three games in this matchup. I'm going to take them in game four. The line is currently plus one, plus one and a half as a slight underdog against the Brooklyn Nets. And I actually picked them two Mondays ago, plus 400 to win the East. So I'm very happy with that right now. We've seen what's happened in the first three games. This series is essentially over. The Ben Simmons factor yesterday just pushes this over the edge for me. And what I love about this Celtics team, they are 29-6 and six over their last 35 games. Everyone's thinking thinking about a sweep here, four-game sweep. They've already done that. This would be their sixth straight win over the Brooklyn Nets this season. And what we're seeing from the Celtics right now is they have that degree of confidence to close out games. We can see Brooklyn can play as good as they want from the first quarter to halfway through the fourth quarter. But when it comes down to crunch time, Boston Celtics are the true better team. We saw in game one, they made the miraculous layup to win the game. Game two, they came back from a big-time deficit in the fourth quarter. And how about game three? They just kept – the Brooklyn Nets kept coming back. Blake Griffin hitting threes. Patty Mills making a couple shots. Kevin Durant doing his thing. They get it to four. They get it to four. What happens? They know how to close. They just iso ball, iso ball to death with Jalen Brown. And when you see that smile on Jalen Brown's face when he hit that step back in front of Blake Griffin's face – that is a smile that they know they're going to get this job done. Brooklyn Nets just too old. They've got to get rid of some key veterans in this offseason. Blake Griffin's got to go. Patty Mills has to go. And then Steve Nash's old ex-teammate from the Phoenix Suns, Goran Dragic, has to go. We're going to take the Boston Celtics plus one. And how about what Reggie Miller, Zach, said publicly on Twitter about Ben Simmons yesterday? There is about nothing worse you can say about a player than they either quit or they've got no competitive fire. They're and my goodness, you announce you're going to play. Your team is down 3 nothing. You haven't seen the court in how long, and all of a sudden you're not going to play? He needs to go. You talk about all those players that need to go. Ben Simmons just needs to go. Just go. Get By the way, <laughs> you're damn right. He's getting filed a grievance to get the $20 million. You didn't play. You didn't play. You don't get paid. You don't, you don't get paid. You didn't play. Now, either I misspoke or somebody misheard me. Either way, let me verify something. I said the Mavs, or I meant the Mavs would cover tonight and then finish the deal. I think I said finish the deal tonight. That's not the case. It's 2-2. This would make it 3-2, and then I meant finish the deal uh, in game six. My apologies for that. All right, so we got the Celtics plus the one and a half, and we'll get back to that game in a second. But I want to switch gears just very, very shortly and go to uh, our baseball aficionado. We have officially called his segment on the show Bowman's Best Bets. And today, Johnny, after a monster week at Sportsline, don't tweet at me, whoa, how's he 14 and two? I didn't see those on the show because this isn't all the picks. Sportsline has all the picks. Johnny, you're up. Yeah, coach. Uh, I think we skipped over my storyline, though. Do we want to get to that first? Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. I was seeing if you were prepared. So sometimes, and I started this on Sunday and it worked, where I take one of the storylines and I feature it around the pick. But I see if the person remembered they had a storyline because I need focus on the show. I need people and I need cappers that understand what they're going to do. You pass the test. So, Johnny, give me your storyline and then give me your play. The floor is yours. All right, Coach, sounds good. So storyline for the day is following the days of the week in baseball. So Sunday is a big – I saw a lot of people losing yesterday and a lot of people upset. But Sundays aren't the day where we're trying to win a ton of money. I tweeted last night, Sundays are weird in baseball. They're the most unpredictable day of the week. There aren't really any tendencies to follow. So it's very important to follow the days of the week in baseball because certain tendencies occur more on certain days of the week, and the data backs it up. So – 
it's not literally the day of the week that's causing the winners or losers, though. So you guys have to trust me there. It's the time of the week. Mondays and Fridays are when favorites are usually the safest to win. But that's also because it's the beginning of the series. Bullpens are set and starters don't take the day off. Wednesdays and Thursdays are where we have to be very careful of favorites and ideally have an average bet of plus money. So Sunday is the only day of the week where there aren't really any tendencies. Anything can happen. That's why it's important not to chase on a Sunday. However, underdogs don't just win because it's a Thursday. They win because Thursday is almost always the last game of the series. Star players get the day off. There are always day games and it's a travel day. So this causes the variability in the game and the game to play out in a less in a way that's unexpected. So this doesn't mean you only play favorites on Mondays or only play underdogs on Thursdays, but it's, it's saying using the day of the week should make it easier for y'all. And it's really these other factors that are causing the variability in the games. I love that. And to back you up on your storyline real quickly, yesterday on the show, we talked about it because Mikey has also said, be very careful how you bet on Sundays. And I know somebody in the set said we got smacked yesterday. Hopefully not as bad because we have warned you not to bet as much on baseball on Sundays. We've told you that. Now, Johnny, what's your play for today, sir? Yes, we have worn many times, so you guys start following that. But my play today is Giants plus 180 against the Brewers. So the Brewers' top two relievers in Josh Hader and Devin Williams both, both pitched each of the last two games, so they should both be unavailable tonight. Sammy Long is expected to just be an opener for the Giants, but he faces a Brewers team that's ranked third worst in weight on base average against lefties. The Giants also have the best bullpen in the league. So whenever Sammy Long comes out, they have them ready. And Corbin Burns is starting for the Brewers, and I think he'll continue to pitch well, but this is also the toughest lineup he's faced yet this season. He should be able to pitch deep, but there's just way too much value on the Giants here with presumably no Hater and no Williams. Both teams traveled last night, but the Brewers traveled after a late Sunday night game. So I love the value in the Giants here, plus 180. Oh, I, I, When I saw this play, I love this play. The Brewers' offense just hasn't been very good. And last night, they couldn't touch anybody. They just got very, very lucky that they scored in the bottom of the eighth or top of the top of the ninth, and that allowed for Hader to come in. But that helps us today, as you just said. Thank you very much. By the way, the only person that called me out on – me forgetting Johnny's storyline is John Cholak. He said, ah, coach is full of it. Really? Did I not plan to do that? Or did I plan to do that? Hmm. Interesting. All right. It's time to cash with coach. And I, oh, I'm gutted at that out of bounds play yesterday. But as the maestro always says, we have to look forward. So today's play for me, I'm going to go <clears throat> Rockies, Phillies over eight and a half. The Phillies have been dynamic. The two pitchers today have not been good. One allowed three runs in his last start. The other one is allowed, I believe, let me write, where did I write it down at? Where did I write it down at? Right here. Right here. See? Kyle Freeland. 12 runs in his last three games. An ERA of 7.71 ERA 0-2. You put those two together, I'll take the over eight and a half today. Minus 113. Now, there's very few people that are in my stable, that are on my crew, that can handle the final spot on the show. But this man, oh, we saw him during football, saw him during baseball, and now he's just showing off because he's doing two sports at the same time. Rock stars, you're up, big boy. What's good, Coach? Yeah, I'm with it. So I've got an NBA prop that I absolutely love. It's on the spicy side, but I wouldn't have it any other way. 
<laughs> I am going Kevin Durant under six and a half assists tonight. You can find this at minus 114 on FanDuel. This is a tall order for KD, even after averaging a career high 6.4 assists per game this season. Uh, Durant's arguably in the playing the worst playoff series of his career right now against the Celtics down 0-3. The former MVP is shooting just 36% from the field, been held under 28 points in five consecutive games dating back to the regular season. It's been held under seven assists in the first two games of the series, averaging 5.3 assists per game through the series so far. KD has acknowledged in the media he has not been aggressive enough throughout this series. This is a winner-go-home scenario, obviously, tonight. I do not anticipate that we are going to see another passive performance out of him. Uh, he has yet to dish out seven assists in an elimination game. Uh, he has played in 13 of those, averaging just 3.1 assists per game over those 13 career elimination games. The Celtics, also very stingy opponent. They have allowed the fewest assists on a per-game basis during the regular season to opponents, just 21.6 per game. Uh, Boston is just giving Durant and the Nets fits. This series has not been as close as some of these scoreboards indicate, in my opinion. Uh, Brooklyn averaged 25.2 assists per game in the regular season. They've been held to 20.3 in the playoffs. KD is a willing facilitator, but he is going to take this game over, or at least attempt to, in my opinion, and get up a ton of shots. I do not think he's going to be looking to get his teammates nearly involved at this stage of the series. I love playing the under six and a half assists here. A perfect scenario looks like this. Nets up 61-55 at halftime. Kevin Durant scores 48, two assists. Celtics win by three. That would be a perfect scenario for our little show here. By the way, Andy Savage, apparently he is a savage. Right now he's sitting on a plane flying to Vegas because I love the show. Let's make that cash. Well, Andy, tell everybody around you sitting on the plane what plays we got today. Cash for the whole plane. Think about others. Not paying it forward. Then, of course, Chad in the chat says, uh, no minus 300 coach play of the day. I thought that's what we did around here. LOL. No, some of us do. Not all of us. <clears throat> all right. Grab your paper. Grab your pen. Johnny B. I love when I get you. If I <laughs> all right. Here we go. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap. Courtesy of AB on the ones and the twos. It looks absolutely glorious. Zach Attack on Celtics. Plus one and a half. I absolutely love this play. Jason Tatum is a superstar. Let's put some respect on his name. Then Alex is on Kevin Durant under six and a half assists. He's going to be ultra aggressive in this game tonight. It just won't be enough. It will not be enough. Then Johnny B, too much value on the Giants at plus 180. They're a really, really good team. Just at the tail end of a long road trip. Won't matter today. We love this play. Then you're going to cash with me. If you're going to do that, you got to roll with the Rockies and the Phillies over eight and a half, minus 113 for all the reasons I already gave you. Then three big plays from Sportsline. Mavericks minus two and a half. Nets in the first half, minus a half point. And then on the pitch, Buckets, who, by the way, just said the final spot is terrifying. Alex, what do you always say when I say, do you want the final spot? I say, give me all the smoke, coach. You're damn right you do. Give me all the smoke. Buckets, terrifying. Stop it. Juventus, Nesuolo, both teams to score minus 150. By the way, we may or may not have a showdown in our Champions League show later today. Martin and Buckets, they are disagreeing. I'm having some issues behind the scenes. I'll try to get it all squared away by 1.30 Eastern this afternoon. A.B., show your face. 
Oh, there's that big old fat smile. I love so much. <laughs> All right. Explain your AB3, sir. Yep. So we went a little creative today. All right. We're going to use the Nets in the first quarter to manipulate the numbers on the second two. We're going to take the Nets first quarter minus half a point. Then we're going to use alternate team total lines on, well, let's see, the 76ers and the Jazz. We're going to take the 76ers down from 108 and a half down to 101 and a half. And we're going to take the Jazz from 105 and a half down to 99 and a half. So the Nets doing work for us. We want the Celtics to win. Celtics to cover the full game. But the Nets' first quarter is going to give us a ton of insurance later on. Oh, man. I love when we trust the numbers, even though the plays on paper don't look like they match up. They actually do. They actually do. Real quick, AB, thank you. Alex, yep. got to get the bag in the chat, says Harden. Under 28 and a half points and rebounds. Take this to the pay window. You're welcome. Your thoughts. Did this guy read my column or something? I don't know. I don't. I, I have a column coming out in the next half an hour. It actually might have oh. come out while we've been streaming, and that is one of my free plays. Oh, interesting. It's funny how the greatest host in America ties it all together. You're welcome. Uh, uh, uh. All right. A TV works. Chad is a savage man. <laughs> Absolute savage. Oh, my God. I can't even get through the show sometimes because he makes me laugh so much. All right. I don't even know where I'm at. I believe I believe we're at my favorite part of the show. There's only one thing left to do. Do not forget, in five minutes, in five minutes on the same YouTube channel, we've got your NFL draft mega preview. Mega preview. We're going to do it in five minutes, so we got to get off the air. There's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. My entire crew, I love them all. Johnny B, prop stars. Ooh, Zach Attack from Las Vegas, side of the NFL draft. And, of course, A.B. on the ones and the twos, always getting us to where we need to go most of the time. I'm the coach. Tell all your friends, whether you're on a plane to Vegas, whether you're listening for the first time, it doesn't matter. We're glad that you're here for the early X. Good luck. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.